Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free so make sure you head to the app store or google play download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started what's going on everybody welcome back to inside the five it's just griff today we've got no will um will is very busy this weekend so i'm just taking matters into my own hands and uh this episode is just going to be a solo episode um but anyways we're going to be having some nba talk some Red Sox talk, NHL playoffs, and a little bit of NFL news. We're going to hold back on the AFC West and NFC West predictions for when Will comes back. Um, happy Saturday, and let's do it. 67 points with So kicking things off this episode, um, we have probably the biggest news of the week other than the playoffs is Nikola Jokic is our 2020-2021 NBA MVP. Uh, so big shout out to Jokic. Um, I believe I called out a few episodes ago that um, it got leaked. The uh, voting got leaked and Jokic was the winner. Um, no surprise there. Jokic definitely put together a great season. Um, but I did actually want to go through all of the votes. Um, there was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 players that got at least one vote. Um, and I just want to run some of them down. So in first, we had Nikola Jokic, obviously. Second, we had Joel Embiid. Third, we had Steph. I feel like that was kind of the um, most popular vote for the top three. In fourth, we had Giannis. Um, in fifth, we had Chris Paul. So once again, that makes a lot of sense. Um, in sixth place, we had Luka Doncic, which made sense. Seventh, we had Damian Lillard, who's always up there. Um, and then starts to get a little interesting. Um, we had Julius Randle in eighth. Obviously, he had a great season. He was definitely the uh, most improved player. Definitely deserved that, and he did win that award, rightfully so. But I don't think um, he really had any business winning or not winning, receiving any votes. He had a third-place vote along with two fourth-place votes and nine fifth-place votes. Um, so it's not like he got any first-place votes or anything like that. Um, next up, we actually have Derek Rose uh, in the nine spot, and that was because of the fan vote, so he automatically gets a first-place vote. Shout-out D. Rose. He's the people's MVP. 
Um, I think he's gotten the fan vote every year since um, the uh, strain of bad injuries. So shout out D Rose as always. Next up, we actually have Rudy Gobert, obviously D Poy. He got one third place vote, and that was actually it. Wait, that's him, right? Oh no, no, no! He got one fourth place vote and one fifth place vote, um, or five fifth place votes. Sorry, I'm all over the place. But yeah, I mean D Poy, he's due to get some votes. Um, next up, we actually had Russell Westbrook, and he only had one third place vote, and that was it. Um, so Russell West, Russell Westbrook, um, just another person, I think whoever voted for him in that third place, um, just like looked at the stats and that was it. Cause obviously Russell Westbrook, he's a stat getter. He, he gets boards, he gets assists, he gets points. He, he really does it all. He does pretty much everything except for win basketball games. Um, he, he's very good at collecting stats. So I don't know if he even deserved a vote, and I definitely don't think that he deserves a uh, third place vote. Um, the person that I was most uh, surprised to see on this list um, was actually Ben Simmons, who comes right behind Russell Westbrook. Ben Simmons received one fourth place vote. Um, ben Simmons averaged 14 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists a game, um, whereas someone like Jason Tatum who averaged 26, 7, and 4 a game. I would honestly probably take 26, 7, and 4. Now, I know the 76ers got a higher seed, obviously. Um, I just don't think Ben Simmons really, like, this was not one of the better years of his young career. Um, I'd take his third year, rookie of the year, year over this year. 14 points for an all-star really isn't that exciting. Um, obviously, we know Ben Simmons can't shoot. He can't really do that much offensively when it doesn't come inside the paint or inside 14 feet. Um, but we know he's a great defensive player. We've talked about him multiple times on this podcast. I personally just do not believe that he deserves a um, vote for any placement in um, the MVP race. Next up, we got James Harden. Um, James Harden definitely balled out. Um, he got one fourth place vote this year. I, I don't have any... Um, issues with that. I think James Harden had a great year. He deserved to be somewhere in the voting for sure. Um, I mean, I guess one vote is fair because it's not like he had the greatest year also switching teams from Houston to Brooklyn. Um, yeah, James Harden, not really a big issue. Uh, and then the final two uh, with just one fifth place vote, we have um, LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. Now, Kawhi Leonard had a very quiet, good year. Um, as he does all the time, every season, just because he's not that big on social media. He's not a big presence where you'll see him post-game clips, post-game interview clips, or really any clips in general. He just goes out. He tries to get the win. Um, he does whatever it takes to get the win. I feel like he definitely deserved um, a few more than one vote. Um, and then LeBron James was kind of interesting. No matter what, until LeBron James, he's going to get at least one vote uh, until he retires. So, I guess, like, sure, just throw him out there a fifth-place vote. But he also missed a lot of the um, a lot of the season with a bunch of nagging injuries. Uh, his ankle, he said he's never going to be 100% again. Um, so, who, who knows what's going to come from LeBron. Um, not surprised that he got a vote. I don't think he deserved a vote. Just because of injuries, obviously, he's a very good basketball player, top two of all time. 
Um, I just with, with all the injuries that he faced this year and all the time that he missed this year, um, I don't know if I would be willing to give him a um, MVP vote. But moving on, uh, once again, congratulations to Nikola Jokic, well-deserved MVP. He was my pick for MVP as well, definitely deserved it. Um, moving on, a little bit of Celtic talk. Kemba Walker and um, I guess you can say Brad Stevens now have uh, mutually agreed that they are going to be parting ways this offseason. Now, we've talked about Kemba before. Will actually brought up a tweet. I want to say maybe it was even last episode where he was a, a negative asset, um, which we talked about, obviously, if, if not last episode, the one before. But Kemba Walker, obviously, it was kind of just... It, it was interesting with Kemba because we had Kyrie. Kyrie didn't work out. We had Gordon Hayward as well. He didn't work out because of an injury. Now, I don't think... I want to call this a failed experiment um, just because of injuries. I mean, his knees just weren't able to con- allow him to continue to be that all-star superstar point guard um, that he was on the Charlotte Hornets. I believe that Kemba Walker is a very good player. I have his jersey. I bought his jersey right when he came here. Obviously, um, a New York kid. He went to UConn, so he was big in New England. Um, we've all loved them. All, all the kids my age since UConn, Cardiac, Kemba. The the big issue was is just his injuries. I mean, he, he was the perfect fit for our Celtics team. He was a star point guard that was going to go out. He was going to get assists. Um, he was going to go get his points, and he was going to lead a team. The only issue is, I mean, his injury. And we saw the same thing with Gordon Hayward. But then once uh, Gordon Hayward came back from his injury, um, Jason Tatum developed into that star or at least starting small forward spot. So that kind of bumped down Gordon Hayward. But with someone like Akemba, I mean, it's just tough to see because so much potential in that Celtics team. Whereas you could have someone, a, a lineup like Kemba Walker at the one, um, Marcus Smart at the two, uh, JB, JT, and you could throw, I mean, maybe even Rob Will at the five. Um, and fully healthy, that team is going to be very, very exciting. It's going to be a very good team. Definitely not a seven seed. Um, but just with the with the injuries he faced, and I don't think it was like a bad breakup or anything. I think Kemba knows that he doesn't really have a spot on this team anymore just because of the injury situation. And Kemba Walker being a very respectful man and um, knowing that he still wants the best for the Celtics. Um, it was definitely a short stint with the Celtics, but... We want what's best for Kemba. Kemba wants what's best for us. And they mutually agreed to part ways. It's tough to see uh, with someone like Kemba Walker, who has been so exciting down in Charlotte. He definitely left Charlotte a little bit too late. Um, it's it's just very sad to see. I would have definitely liked to be a fan of a team that gets Kemba Walker a ring. And now that Kemba is dealing with injuries, unless he goes to a team like um, the Bucks, the 76ers, maybe even the Nets. I don't know if he'd go to the Nets, but maybe the Lakers if LeBron can produce. I don't know if Kemba's going to get a ring in his time. Um, but, I mean, one of the most exciting players of my age growing up into basketball, Kemba Walker was that dude in the 2010s at UConn in Charlotte, even like when his teams were awful. You still saw Kemba giving you 50, giving you 40, 
the step back is 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 very 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 well known across the world cardiac kemba um msg the amazing run so it's just very sad to see someone like a kemba walker after watching him throughout a child throughout my childhood um it's very it's very sad to see that his knees just aren't letting him produce the same way he was that's why he's no longer going to be a celtic um it's understandable the celtics need to make some moves I'm glad it wasn't a bad breakup. Um, I still love Kemba. I'm going to be a fan of him until he retires and obviously after he retires. Um, So shout out Kemba. Um, Moving on, we got LeBron switching back to number six. Um, Will actually really wanted to talk about this um, because Will, I'll actually, let me me say what Will wanted to say. Um, So Will wanted to say that he thinks that since LeBron's prime was with the Heat, and we all know it was, he was he was the best version of himself on the Miami Heat, and he was wearing number six. He thinks that LeBron thinks that um he's gonna go back to number six and automatically win at least two more championships, um which me and Will both agree that is most likely not gonna be the case. Um, LeBron James, I don't know what's up with him. Uh, the way that I see it is. He's figuring out that he doesn't deserve to wear the number 23 anymore. Uh, the 23 um, is somebody else's number. It's very obvious. Also, LeBron could be the uh, first player in NBA history to get four different jerseys retired. Um, obviously, you have 23 with the Cavs, six with the Heat that are definitely locked in as retired. Um, and then potentially 23 with the Lakers and potentially six with the Lakers, which I don't think either are going to get retired. If they do, it'll just be because of the name. Um, Obviously LeBron brought them so far one championship, but unless he brings them two more, maybe even three more, I don't, I don't think it's deserved. I don't think he did that much for the Lakers. Cause obviously as a Celtics fan, Paul Pierce only gave us one um, championship. But he also played with us from uh, 1998, 1998 until like 2012, 2013. LeBron's only been there for a few years. He's gave them one championship. Um, if he plays there for a few more years, I don't think it'll really be enough. Um, but yeah, um, the NBA uh, tells the Nets fans to stop the Giannis free throw clock. Um, everybody was counting for Giannis to shoot. Obviously they're, um, trying to speed up games in every sport. NBA is one of them. So they have a time limit on the, uh, amount of time that it takes to shoot a free throw. Giannis is notoriously known for taking very long to shoot free throws. He has a very long free throw routine. So the Nets fans being the Nets fans, um, they went out and, um, Right when he starts his routine, they all start counting. I honestly love it. Um, obviously, the Nets beat us in the playoffs. I love it. I don't think that fans should be stopped from saying um, most things. Obviously, some things are a little bit um, too harsh, but I don't think that's really that harsh. Counting uh, pokes a little jab, makes a little fun of someone that takes a long time, an all-star, a superstar that isn't that great at shooting free throws. Um, I, I don't really agree with the NBA stopping someone or stopping some fans from a nice, friendly, friendly trash talking. It's not like 
anything vulgar or anything like that. So I'm not really a big fan of that. And uh, finally, Pat Riley. Um, if you don't know who Pat Riley is of the uh, Miami Heat, has been fined actually for tampering. Um, let me let me uh, let me clarify. Pat Riley um, hit with tampering fine after inviting LeBron James back to Miami. Um, so I don't really know why he tried to do that. Uh, Twenty five thousand dollar for violating the league's anti tampering rules. Um, during a radio interview, he expressed his support for the Lakers star to return to the Heat. Um, where he played from 2010 to 2014 and won back-to-back championships in 2012 and 2013 alongside Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, obviously. Um, Let's see if I can get the uh, quote. He said, I would leave the key under the doormat if he would call me and let me know that he's coming. That's what he said on the Dan Levitard show on Friday, last Friday. Yep, a, a week and a day ago. Uh, so shout out Pat Riley trying to get LeBron back on the heat. I don't know why he wants LeBron back on the heat, but yeah. <laughs> so that's going to wrap up our NBA section. Um, moving on, we have a little bit of Red Sox talk. They swept the Yankees um, last week in the Bronx, which was the first time in a minute. They beat the Marlins at home on Monday for uh, a uh, makeup game. Will actually went to that. Uh, so we, we don't know how that went for Will, I guess. Um, <laughs> they play the Astros at home or that series actually finished up. Um, the Astros definitely have our number and it's very clear to see cause they swept us last series, which was just a few weeks ago. And then they got two out of three on us on uh Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they beat us Tuesday, seven to one Wednesday, eight to three. And then we actually got the best of them on Thursday, 12 to eight. We are now playing the uh, Blue Jays. It is currently Friday night as I'm recording this. It is the bottom of the sixth, five to three. So hopefully we can get a little comeback going. Um, the Red Sox made a big push um, when they beat the Yankees in that whole series. Got got some games ahead of the Yankees. They are now five games ahead of the Yankees and just one game out of that top spot in the American League East from the Tampa Bay. Uh, Rays. I don't know why I almost just said Blue Jays. Oh, because they're playing the Blue Jays. Um, but obviously the Red Sox. We've been talking about them. They were the best team in baseball to start. Slowed down a little bit. They're starting to pick back up. They definitely need to add more pitching. Who's on the bump today? It's got to be um, what's his name? Oh, Will's not here to save me as I look for this box score. Boston, Garrett Richards, uh, Garrett Richards pitched five and one thirds, um, gave up 11 hits actually, which is a good amount of hits, four runs, um, four of them all earned two walks. He only had three K's. Um, and then who came in for him? Hirokazu Saramoa came in, um, to finish up the sixth. He gave up one hit, uh, one run, it was actually a home run. Who hit that? My guess would be Vladdy. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Game cast. Yep, Vladimir Guerrero, homer to center. Ooh, 443 feet. So, yeah, um, the Red Sox 
actually just scored as we are speaking. Um, Vasquez scored on a wild pitch in the bottom of the six. It is now five to four. Hopefully we can uh, put the pieces back and get a little comeback going. And that's going to wrap up our Red Sox talk. Moving on, we've got some NHL. Um, this this uh, Stanley Cup playoff has been very interesting. Uh, the Habs win in four. A quick little sweep for them. Um, honestly, seemed like they're the easier series out of the two they've played. Um, the Bruins lost in game six, sadly, in the NASA Coliseum. Um, Tuka battling injuries, the refs, I mean, I could, I could put up a bunch of excuses, but at the end of the day, we just didn't perform. We should have beat a team like the Islanders. We just didn't. Um, sad to see. Um, you know, I'm just glad we got the dub against the Caps. At least we got one, one Stanley Cup win in the playoffs. Um, so screw the Caps. Christian, screw you. Um, go Bees. We'll be back stronger than ever next year. Hopefully with a fully healed Tuca. Um, I'm glad that uh, Swayman, our rookie goalie, got some uh, some looks in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, you know, kind of just got to get into the offseason and put the pieces together. Come back with a little bit of a stronger defense. We obviously have the best first line in hockey. I really like our second line too. Um, but the defense is kind of where we saw a lack in the playoffs. So if we can get a few more pieces or if something can get figured out on that Bruins team, whether it be Cass Bruce Cassidy, maybe gone, maybe not. Um, I don't know. I'd just like to see some changes in the Bruins because I feel like we're always in the same spot every year. Um, if we don't lose in the first round, we're losing in the second. And changes need to be made. Um, next up, we have Vegas actually winning the series over the Colorado Avalanche. Which comes to a big surprise that this game, this series didn't go seven games. Um, especially after the first two games where um, the Avalanche were just completely unstoppable. Um, Vegas came back and beat them in six. They won six to three on Thursday. Um, they actually, what was it? Yeah, um, they won four in a row. Right? Yeah, they won four games in a row. They're not going to be taking on the Canadians. I actually think that's a very easy series for the Golden Knights to advance to the Stanley Cup Finals. And speaking of a team that I think is going to advance to the Stanley Cup Finals, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, they beat the Canes a little gentleman sweep 4-1, to one, so they'll be facing off against the Islanders starting on Sunday. Um, I accidentally already put in a bet for Sunday. Um, I've got the Lightning money line. I think the Lightning are going to face Vegas in the Stanley Cup. And honestly, I think the Lightning might pull through on this one. I I got the Lightning winning this one in six. Winning the... Again, actually. Um, so yeah, I got Lightning in six over the Vegas Golden Knights. Shout out Puck Culture, though, as always. Um, and then just a few things from the NFL... Starting off, Julio Jones is no longer an Atlanta Falcon. Um, he is now a Tennessee Titan. He's going to be wearing number two, so that's actually pretty sick. Julio Jones, obviously a top five receiver in the league, maybe even all time, you could argue. Um, just an absolutely godly frame, god speed, god hands, everything about him is just insane. He's now going to be paired up with A.J. Brown. 
He's going to be on the same team as Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill throwing him balls, a great O-line, a great defense. That could be a piece um, that can put them into real title contention because they've been very good for a few years now. And I think that they're really putting the pieces together here. And one or one or two more defensive pieces in the Tennessee Titans are going to be the best team in football. Roger, Aaron Rodgers uh, missed camp, missed um, OTAs, and was fined $93,000, um, which kind of comes not to a surprise, but that's a lot of money. Not a lot of money for someone like Aaron Rodgers, who's making a lot of money already, but he definitely does not want to be a Green Bay Packer anymore. The Packers need to flip him very soon if they want to get some worth out of him. And I think we're kind of just waiting day to day for a move to be made. And it might play a little domino effect in Green Bay because Devontae Adams has come out and said, my future in Green Bay really relies on what happens with Aaron Rodgers. And I want to say one or two more players have said that as well. And that is very dangerous if you're Green Bay, who's obviously the past two years have fallen excuse me, falling short one game, um, making it to the NFC Championship two years in a row, having the MVP, but now the MVP no longer wants to be on the team. So um, without the Packers, I th- I mean, without Rodgers, me and Will already talked about it, the Packers are going to be not very much good of a football team. I believe I had them going 5-12. and 12. Actually, let me check. I have it on this list right here. I think the Packers, the Packers. Uh, yep. I had five and twelve. Will had seven and ten. That would be a big switch from what they went last year with the MVP Aaron Rodgers, who absolutely balled out. Um, and last but not least, my boy Russ is at camp, not the mandatory mandatory camp, the optional camp. Um, to go greet his new teammates. Um, he came out and said he didn't request a trade. I'm not gonna get into all of that. Who knows if he actually did request a trade? He might have, he might not have, but Russ is here. He's here to stay. He's here to win a championship. Um, I'm more than glad to see that. Um, I guess a little last thing for the Pats, for all the Pats fans listening, there's definitely a lot more Pats fans than there are Seahawks fans. Um, Cam Newton uh, got hurt, his left hand. Um, I want to say the second practice of the year, our second OTA, which isn't full pads or anything. Um, just helmets and cleats. So definitely a bad start to the season. Um, if you're a Cam Newton believer, but, um, Mac and cheese, Mac Jones is there. He's there to stay. Um, so I don't know what's going to come from the new England Patriots this year, but I'm actually interested to see that there's nothing better than when a team, a dynasty falls apart. It's rebuilding time. You like to see what happens. And it seems like the Patriots are starting to build back. They had a great off season. Um, I wish they could have got Justin Fields because I'm I'm not a guy that hates the Pats. I w- I kind of wish that they got a little bit better of a quarterback than Mac Jones. Who knows who Mac Jones will really be? Um, if he's good, then that's great. But I would have liked to see someone a little bit more impressive, like a Justin Fields, if they could have moved up. That didn't happen, so there's not much we can do about it. But, anyways, that's gonna wrap up this episode. Um, I apologize for. It only being 26 and a half minutes, but 
it's kind of difficult when it's just me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed as always. Have a good week. We will see you guys at the end of the week next week. Once again, we're only doing one episode per week. Um, so, yeah. Peace. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.